How are they doing? I wondered about that recently. How are they doing? Who are they, you ask? They are the gods, the three gods of the late 20th century that I introduced you to on the very first Sunday of Lent way back in 1998, 22 years ago. I heard they're still around. In fact, I know they are. Here's how I described them to you back in 1998. I'll read this. God number one is known as Lord Technology. Lord Technology is a peculiar-looking fellow. He has a head like a computer monitor and a body like a laboratory test tube. His arms and legs are shaped like nuclear missiles and laser beams shoot out of his fingertips. But he's very smart. He understands the most complex theories of mathematics and science. He's always promising us that the solution to all of our personal and social problems will come with the next great scientific discovery. The only problem with Lord Technology is he doesn't seem to understand the concepts of right and wrong. If you make an attempt to speak to him about moral laws and commandments, bells will immediately go off, his circuits will overload, smoke will come out of his ears, and he will say, error, error, this does not compute. So much for Lord Technology. The next god of this modern pantheon is Lord Politics. Lord Politics, I must admit, is a very classy dresser. He could easily make the cover of GQ magazine. In fact, the only negatives about his appearance are his eyes, his shifty, beady little eyes. But you hardly notice his eyes once he opens his mouth. It's because Lord Politics has quite a way with words. He could sell you an acre of swampland in Florida for a million dollars and you would think you were getting a great deal. The only problem with him is he seems to have a one-track mind. Everything to him is politics. If you ask him what's the most important thing in life, he'll answer politics. If you ask him how can we solve all our personal and social problems, he'll say politics. He's convinced that the only reason people do anything is for a political motive. Finally, we come to God number three, the one and only Lord Entertainment. Now, it's hard to describe this God with any consistency because he's always changing. He has no convictions. He's not at all interested in promoting what's true. His only concern is to amuse people. Consequently, to achieve this end, he sometimes dresses in a three-piece suit like Lord Politics. However, at other times, he dresses like Bozo the Clown. And then, every once in a while, he strips down to his birthday suit and wears nothing, nothing, nothing at all. You see, if it will get a laugh, if it will sell tickets to a movie, if it will get high Nielsen ratings, Lord, Lord Entertainment will do it, or say it, or sing it. He's been spotted quite often at our local casinos, but he's also to be found on radio and on television. He's even in some art museums. He's wherever people use vulgarity and immorality to entertain. And in today's world, 
That means this God really gets around. Now, why do I reintroduce you to these three deities this morning? Very simple, my brothers and sisters. These are the very same, quote-unquote, gods that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, battled in today's Gospel scene from Matthew chapter 4. That might not immediately be obvious to us, but it's true nonetheless. These are the false gods that Satan was desperately trying to get Jesus to worship which means they were around long before 1998. Take Lord Technology. Satan says to Jesus, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to turn into bread. Now there's a technological achievement, if ever there was one, making bread out of rocks. Can you imagine people of Wonder Bread must... Whoa, they would love to get their hands on something like this. A machine that makes bread out of rocks, bread out of stones. Jesus answered, Scripture has it, not on bread alone is man to live, but on every utterance that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus was reminding the devil that God's moral law must be primary in all human activity. So Jesus would say, Techno technology plus morality is good. Technology used in conformity with the laws of God is a great blessing. But then our Lord would add, technology without morality is dangerous and very destructive. And isn't that what we've seen so often in the late 20th and early 21st centuries? The abortion pill, artificial contraceptives, chemical weapons, illegal synthetic drugs, pornography on the internet, all that is the result of the misuse of technology. All that is the result of people falling down to worship this false god, Lord Technology. So how is this god doing today? Well, sad to report he's doing better than ever. The number of deaths from the drug fentanyl, and the number of babies killed by Planned Parenthood every year, those two statistics alone make it abundantly clear that Lord Technology is alive and well in the modern world. Satan then so shows Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. He says to him, I will give you all this power and the glory of these kingdoms. The power has been given to me and I can give it to whomever I wish. Just prostrate yourself before me and it shall all be yours. That was the temptation to worship Lord Politics. See, Satan knew that Jesus had come to this earth out of love for us, out of love for the human race. He knew that Jesus wanted, wanted to not only save the world, which was his primary mission, he knew the Lord also wanted to make the world a better place for people to live in. So Satan says to him, in effect here, Look, Jesus, let me tell you how to do it. The answer is politics. Forget that conversion stuff. Forget all that repentance stuff. Don't bother telling people that they need to give their hearts to God the Father. The solutions are all political. Get in power, change some government structures, institute a few programs, and you make the world a much better place. Much better place for those little earthlings that you love so much. Jesus did not fall for the lie. But many people in our society have. They think politics is the answer to everything. 
Although I will say this, this is the only one of these three false gods who has probably lost some of his power in recent years, or at the very least his image has been badly tarnished. I say that because many people have been disappointed, been let down big time by their political leaders in the last three decades or so. And that's made many of them angry and even cynical, which is another problem in itself. And finally, Satan takes Jesus to the very top of the temple in Jerusalem. And he says, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. That was the temptation to worship Lord Entertainment. In essence, Satan was saying, Jesus, give him a show. You want people to listen to you? Then jump. For heaven's sake, jump off the top of the temple. Everybody's going to see it. The angels are going to catch you, just like it says in Psalm 91. You know that. They won't let you dash your foot against the stone, as the psalm says. Then you'll get a standing ovation. You'll be a hero. You'll get an interview with Sean Hannity, or Chris Matthews, or both of them. MSNBC and Fox, both networks. Jesus answered, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus would not pervert God's truth for the sake of a few minutes of applause. That happens in our society all the time, does it not? And it's not just people like Bill Maher and the cast of The View who openly attack the things of God. What's even more disturbing to me and what sends a horrible message to our young people is when those in politics and entertainment engage in immoral activity and then are rewarded with their own TV or radio show. Remember Elliot Spitzer? He resigned in disgrace in 2008 as the governor of New York in the midst of a terrible prostitution scandal. That guy eventually got his own show on CNN. Charlie Sheen, who was fired from one show for bad behavior, was rewarded with a starring role in another. Which leads me to wonder what great opportunities will be coming to Harvey Weinstein in the near future. I can imagine. So how are Lord Technology, Lord Politics, and Lord Entertainment doing these days? Unfortunately, my brothers and sisters, for the most part, they're doing pretty well. That's the bad news. But there is good news. The good news is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, resisted and overcame these temptations, their temptations, 2,000 years ago. And so can we, today, if we rely on the Lord's help, and if we know his truth, the truth of his word. Notice that Jesus overcame Satan's three temptations by quoting scripture to him. He knew the truth of God's word, and he used that truth as a weapon to defeat these three enemies. If we want to win the same victory in our lives, then we all need to follow Jesus' example. May we do so.